1: And
0: who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. And now to our story. When we last saw Clark Kent, he had left Jimmy Olsen and Batiste, their French-Canadian guide, in the forest clearing, while he and Chuck, one of the first smuggling gang who had given himself up, returned to the gang shack deep in the snow-covered woods. Unknown to Kent, Chuck was only carrying out a clever plan devised by Bull Raglan, leader of the smuggling gang a plan to get Kent away from Jimmy and Batiste. The minute Kent disappeared into the forest, Bull entered the clearing, held Jimmy and Batiste at gunpoint, forced them to drive the dog sled to a spot some miles away, tied them hand and foot, and dumped them into a dark cave. Helpless, they lay there, wondering whether they would ever be released. Then suddenly, the low, ominous growl of an animal echoed through the cave, the angry protest of a full-grown bear. Terrified, Jimmy stared into the darkness, as the huge beast came closer and closer, meanwhile, Clark Kent, unaware that his friends are in peril, has found the shack empty with no sign of Bull. Listen.
1: I thought you told me your boss is here. Where is he?
0: Why? Oh, I, I don't know, Mister. He was here when I left.
1: Where did you tell him you were going? Oh, uh, to look for them furs Frenchie dropped last night. Frenchie? Who's Frenchie? Well, uh, he's the guy that pilots the plane. Oh. How often does he fly over and drop bundles of skin? Oh, maybe once a week. That's all. So. You've got your smuggling racket pretty well organized, haven't you? How should I know? I I just work for the guy. You don't tell me nothing. Wait a minute. What is this, Chuck? A few minutes ago, when you came into the clearing waving a white flag, you were ready to talk about anything and everything. Your boss, the smuggling racket, and how you didn't want any blood on your hands. Now you've shut up like a clam. What's the idea? All right. We've got nothing to talk about, that's all. Now, listen. Don't try and pull anything on me. Oh, I... I ain't trying to pull nothing. Honest, mister. I wonder. You said Bull was here at the shack, and he isn't. I tell you, I, I left him here. Well, why do you keep looking around as though you were expecting someone? Oh, me? Yes. Your eyes shift to the window every couple of seconds. Now, look, Chuck, you'd better come clean, or there'll be trouble. Oh, now, you... You got me wrong, mister. I... I told you all I know, I... I told you I'm quitting a racket. But what do you want? I want the truth. Oh, well, you got it. Maybe. Is that all you've been smuggling? Furs? Well, that. that's all I know about. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the only thing to do is sit and wait for your boss to return. I, uh, you better watch out. He's got a rifle and he ain't afraid to use it. <laughs> I'm not afraid of rifles, Chuck. You know how water rolls off the duck's back. Yeah? Well, that's how rifle bullets bounce off me. Uh, That ain't nothing to joke about. I don't like shooting. You don't have to worry about any shooting. That's right, mister. I'll do all the worrying. Oh. Don't move. Close the door, Chuck. Well, I take it you're bull. That's what they call me, brother. Nice work, Chuck. Fell for it like a ton of bricks, didn't he? What did I fall for? Chuck's crybaby act. Figured he was double-crossing me, didn't you? Nobody double-crosses Bull Raglan. I see. All right, I fell for it. Now what? Now we're going to talk business, you and me. I'm afraid your method of doing business isn't mine. I think we can get together. Sit down. I prefer standing, if you don't mind. That's me. Hey, Chuck, take the rifle. Keep it on him. If he tries anything, let him have it. Well, I told you I don't like shooting bulls. You heard what I said. Take the rifle. Okay. Now, mister, here's the story. You stuck your big nose into my business, and I don't like it, see? Oh, that's too bad. You bet it's too bad. Too bad for you and your pal. Stop beating around the bush. What do you want? I got what I want. My mixed skin and your pal. And my... What are you talking about? I kind of figured you'd wake up sooner or later. That kid and your Canuck driver, I got him safely stowed away. If you laid a hand on either of them, back. Watch him, Chuck. Now I understand why you sent your sniveling henchman to bring me here. So you could get a Jimmy and Batiste. You government guys sure are smart. I ought to give you a gold star. Now look, my crooked friend, I'm warning you. All the rifles in the world won't stop me once I decide to handle you the way I think you should be handled. Where are Jimmy and Batiste? That's my business. Keep him covered, Chuck. Keeping me covered won't do you a bit of good. Stand back. Stand back, I tell you. Give it to him, Chuck. Ah, moved too fast for you, didn't I, Chuck? I'll take that rifle if you don't mind. You don't like shooting anyway. Ah, we'll toss it out the window just so you won't be tempted again. Close ah. in on him, Chuck. Use your knife. Come on, close in on me. Use anything you wish. Well, what are you waiting for? Drop him, Chuck. Yeah. That's just a little sample, Bull. Here, try this on the point of your jaw. Ah... Ah, it's your turn now, Chuck. Oh, yeah? Look out for that knife. You're liable to cut yourself. Let's get rid of it, huh? Don't, don't, but... You're breaking my arm. Drop the knife. Drop it, I said. That's better. I give up. Don't hit me. You gave up once before and it wasn't on the level. Who made me do that. I didn't want to. All right. I'll give you one more chance. Get some water and bring him, to. Okay. All right. I got myself for a minute there and used my natural voice. I hope neither of them caught it. Get some water. Pour it over his face. Yeah.
0: You'll
1: you come close to knocking his head off. I never seen anybody hit so hard. Uh, uh, yeah, he's coming too. Let's sit him up on the chair. Uh, there, that's it. Uh, what hit me? I did. And it was only a small part of what you're going to get unless you tell me what you've done with Jimmy and Baptiste. You better tell him, both. Not a chance. Oh, no? All right, get up on your feet. Oh, they'll murder you. This time you won't regain consciousness so fast. Wait, I'll tell you. Talk fast. I lied to you. The kid and the canuck driver got away from me in the dog sled. I tried to stop him, but my rifle jammed. Which way did they go? Looked like they were heading back to town. Is that the truth? Yeah, it's the truth. Is he lying, Chuck? I know, mister. Why, you dirty little... There we are. It won't take long to find out whether or not you're lying. Both of you are coming back to the clearing with me. If Jimmy and Batiste did get away in the sled, there'll be marks in the snow. I'm not going no place. That's what you think. Stand up. Stand up, I said. All right, I'll lift you up. <laughs> Open the door, Chuck. All right, now march, both of you. And don't try to get away. You'll regret it if you do. Go ahead. Now, leave that rifle just where it is, Bull, in the snow. You lead the way, Chuck. Don't forget, I'm watching every move you make. So don't make any wrong with you.
0: Unaware that Jimmy and Batiste did not escape, but are at this very moment tied hand and foot in a dark cave some miles from the clearing, Kent follows the two smugglers as they move slowly along the narrow forest trail. Instinctively, he suspects something is wrong, but even the amazing powers of Superman cannot warn him that Jimmy and Batiste, helpless in the cave, are in danger of being attacked by an angry bear. Huddled in the darkness, they wait. The huge animal lumbers toward them, growling ferociously.
1: Baptiste, I can see his eyes shining in the dark. he comes closer. Try not to move. Oh. what are we going to do? Uh,
0: I do not know, Mokdi.
1: If only one of us could get loose, we might frighten him off by throwing rocks or something. Uh, he is, big one. We do not frighten him, we talk. I can hear him breathing. He, he's almost on top of it. Why can't we yell at him? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to try Oh, do not do this again. What can we do?
0: Baptiste, there must be something. Uh, Baptiste, look out. He's on top of you. Help! Help! (laughs)
1: Help!
0: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) 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 Fighting courageously against overwhelming odds, Baptiste makes a valiant but hopeless attempt to do battle with the giant grizzly. Meanwhile, Clark Kent has reached the clearing, found the tracks of the departed dog sled, and is following them, accompanied by the two first smugglers, Bull and Chuck. Less than half a mile from the cave where Jimmy and Batiste are in peril, Bull suddenly stops short. This is as far as I'm going.
1: I told you they headed for town. You've told me a lot of things, none of which I put any stock in. Keep walking. Nothing doing. I'm stopping right here. There must be something you don't like up ahead. What is it? The only thing I don't like is... I can throw the snow. Oh. Huh. Well, whether you like it or not, you Wait a minute. Well, I heard someone shouting for help. I don't hear nothing. Maybe it's... Quiet, they're... Chuck. Yeah, someone is shouting for help. You're crazy. It's the wind. We'll see how crazy I am. Get going. Not me. I said get going. Nothing doing. I'm warning you, Bull. Yeah? Yes. Ah. Oh, you not him cold. That's right. Now, how about you? I'll do anything you say. Good. All right, I'll carry him. Yeah. Now, come on, on the run. Never seen a guy as strong as you, Mister. Old must weigh a good two hundred pounds, and you're carrying him like he's a feather. Running. Besides, here, let me give you a hand. I'm all right. He's not so heavy. You ain't sure you heard someone yelling for help, are you? That's what it sounded like. Yeah. Wait. Hold up. Listen. You hear that? Yeah, I hear it. It's coming from that cave. It's Jimmy. Chuck, this is your chance to make up for everything you've done. Now, you stay here with him while I go into the cave to see what's wrong. I don't think he'll come to so fast this time. But if he does, don't you let him get away even if you have to knock him out again. Okay. And don't cross me up if you
0: value your life. I won't. I swear I won't. I'll be back. Answering Jimmy's cry for help, Kent sprints toward the cave, unaware of what is going on in the darkness beyond the entrance unaware that within a moment he will be called upon as Superman to do battle with a full-grown bear. Is he too late to save Batiste from the savage fury of the huge animal? Listen to the next episode for thrills galore. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman.
1: Look, up in the sky! It's
0: a bird, it's a plane! It's Superman!